Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Hi, and welcome to the Christmas Time in the City podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm also your host, Chris. Before we get started, be sure to follow us on social media. We're Christmas Time in the City podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and on our YouTube channel. Be sure to check out our website, christmastimeinthecity.com. That's where you'll find our show notes, videos, and our interactive maps featuring filming locations and iconic Christmas attractions throughout the city. And as always, feel free to email any questions or comments to us at christmastimeinthecitypodcast at gmail. Dot com. <laughs> well, it's March. It's March. We did it. We're here. Yeah. We recorded an episode for St. Patrick's Day mm-hmm. and didn't get around to editing it. We were on vacation. We went on a little staycation up in the Catskills yeah. for your birthday. For my birthday. And I just didn't want to get on the computer, so... Yeah, we our intentions were that you were going to edit it while we were actually on vacation. I don't know why we thought that would actually happen. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so you didn't miss much. We talked a lot about, or I talked a lot about what makes New York City bagels better than other ones. And Yeah, it was reflected off an article we, we had read about yeah. bagels being better somewhere else. So it just... It snowballed into a big conversation about water, which actually comes back into play during this podcast, which I thought was funny. Yeah. So that being said, we scrapped it mm-hmm. and this is our only March episode, which is fine. It's a pretty good one. It's a yeah. fun chat we had. Let's get straight into it. Here's our chat with Ron Hogan. You may know our guest from the Filmstrip podcast, as well as his many recap articles for Den of Geeks, or more likely his December 2009 article, Man Strangles Rabid Bobcat. I know him as President <laughs> Hot Dog. Please welcome Ron Hogan to the podcast. Hi, Ron. Hey. Do you remember that article? Yes, I worked on Pop5 for, I still own the website, uh, and I worked on it for a long time before Google took my money away. That's how they do it. <laughs> so uh, this is our chat podcast called how you doing how you doing in this podcast we like to talk to our guests about new york city and christmas and just have a good time with them and discuss some things so we have you on to talk about those things so the first thing we like to talk about is what we like to call a new york city connection we talk about it all the time it's whether or not you've traveled here before or wanted to travel here if you've had relatives that lived here or immigrated from other countries to here. There's always this thing that when we talk to people that happens a lot, people will kind of bring this up like, oh, well, my my cousin lives there. And it's like, oh, it's awesome. And kind of just like, well, there's millions and millions of people here. So it's a good chance that your someone's cousin probably lives here. <laughs> yeah. I know I have a cousin that lives here. I've never, ever seen him. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, he lives in uh, like Washington Heights, I think. So it's like, couldn't be more far, couldn't be farther from where we are. Yeah. yeah. Which he might as well live in like, in Kuwait or something if he lives in Washington Heights there's no way I'm going there that's uh that's yeah that's pretty far away from uh you guys from what little I remember of uh my New York geography yeah Mm -hmm. we live in uh South Brooklyn so it's about as far south in Brooklyn as you can get so we're we're definitely as as far uh away as possible from him so I'm sorry Nick but probably never (laughs) gonna see you here yeah you, you don't know you might meet in the middle somewhere I don't know. I it's been go. a long time. 
<laughs> I still have it. So that's a, that's a tough one. I'll save my Nick stories for later on. Yeah. <laughs> from what I remember, he was a pretty weird kid. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Let's get back to this. All Sorry. right. Let's talk about, Ron, what is your New York City connection? Well, I've been to New York um, three times in my life uh, because uh, some friends of ours ended up moving to the city for uh, work related reasons. He does something I don't understand involving uh, financial programs and his company has moved him all around the country because uh, before they were in New York, they were in uh, Alaska. Oh, wow. So he basically goes <laughs> to these these cities, states, et cetera, and does like this, whatever this mystery software is. Um, it, 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 it all sounds a little cats are going crazy it all sounds a little uh it's a little superman three for me um the way he describes it but um they moved to uh manhattan and then they moved to brooklyn uh to downtown brooklyn just across the brooklyn bridge because he worked oh, yeah. at the uh the city government center right on the other side of the brooklyn bridge mm -hmm. uh, yeah it's a to... borough hall area yeah he, he yeah he, he worked at borough hall like in the actual nice. the big building mm-hmm um, and he had to be within like walking distance of his work because he has to, he would have to go in no matter what. Right. So every time it was like snowing or raining or whatever, he had to be able to just pick up and go in if they needed him. Nice. So. We lived um, over there when we first moved here in that same area. And I worked around that area too. So I, I hung out by Borough Hall quite often for lunches and stuff. It's a beautiful area. Yeah, it was a it was a cool building and it was cool to like because uh, we would like one of the first things we did when we got to New York in 2017 was he was like, let's go see where I work. I was like, OK, whatever. We're going to go see some anonymous building. But no, it was a really right. cool building. And mm -hmm. so we left their apartment in downtown Brooklyn and we just literally walked to the Brooklyn Bridge and then walked across the Brooklyn Bridge. It was a uh, lot of walking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a ton of walking here, but that's a good, uh, that's a really good day. You it's know? also an incline you kind of hit a lot too, which stuff. You, you don't hear too much about that. Like you, oh, obviously yeah. there's a downward, but you have to walk up to go down. So yeah, yeah that, can... that, that took me by surprise. I just figured New York was flat everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> there's some hills, especially when you get up north a little bit, like the Bronx area, there's some nice hills out there, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to the, uh, no, I did get to the Bronx, but not, not on purpose, but I was there. Yeah. I missed, I missed the stop, the stop I was going to get off. <laughs> that happens quite often. <laughs> I feel like the Bronx is one of those places that maybe on your like fifth or sixth trip, you say like, well, maybe I'm going to go take a look at the Bronx and see what like Anthony Bourdain was talking about or something. But like, for the most part, you don't need to go to the, you know, if you don't even really need to come to Brooklyn, honestly. I, I loved Brooklyn at Christmas time. Yeah. Because he, they lived at, um, right there at Metro Tech. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they had that little courtyard or whatever, that whole little strip yeah, was all decorated nice for Christmas. There. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they had, uh, somebody brought live reindeer. Oh, cool. Um, so like the Friday before we left, uh, got to go pet a reindeer. That was fun. I never That's expected awesome. that to happen in Brooklyn. We lived actually right there. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, we used to go to that Five Guys. I'm not sure if Five Guys <laughs> is even there anymore. But Five Guys, know. the Metro Tech Hall, it was like the first restaurant that popped up when we moved there because there was no 
there used anything to be nothing around. There, yeah. we, we moved into one of these obnoxious high rises that was right on the other side of the Manhattan Bridge. And there was like nothing at all, nothing at all. There wasn't even a grocery store. Our first Thanksgiving, I had no idea. Like, I thought you just went to like bodegas and like you would just hope <laughs> that you could find like something. <laughs> the turkey. And then afterwards, yeah. like we, we, we see all these like actual grocery stores and like, man, we had the weirdest first thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'd only been here like less than a month at that point so mm -hmm. we really weren't acclimated quite yet but you know it took some time but yeah that area is really nice it's it's you'd be really surprised at what it looks like now i work over in that area too um a little bit farther towards the water but it's it's completely changed in that area but a lot of really cool crazy things in that shopping center basically yeah it was yeah. it was great because it was like right down the I was literally like a block away from the Alamo Draft House, so if yeah. I wanted to go see a movie, I would just walk over there. The Target's over there. Mm -hmm. um, I went. I went down to Atlantic. I went down uh, Atlantic Avenue to the Barclays Center because I'm obsessed with this Japanese clothing company, Uniqlo. Yep. Yeah, yep. they have yep. that at the Atlantic Center. <laughs> I got hooked. I got hooked on their like socks, <clears throat> and <throat> so I would. I, I've made a point to go every time I've gone back because it's like, oh, I love their socks. I love their t-shirts, <laughs> you know, just the plain, boring, yeah. fat guy clothes. I just <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> uh, yeah, that's a really nice area. They actually, where you said the Alamo Draft House is, and that's, it's called a City Point. The new, there's a new statue of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and that's where oh. it's located now. So it's like a pretty big thing that there's a statue of her here and it's going to be in city point. So you've been to that location. That's where she's going to be now. That's it's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. The, um, there's a, a, a weird sculpture of an alligator or something coming out of a manhole. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And my, uh, my friend's dog, uh, was terrified of it and would bark <laughs> at it every time she saw it. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, yeah, that's the Metro tech area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The I, I, Ivy, the sheepdog hated, gator <laughs> there was also for a time it's not there anymore but the barclay center they had this um i guess larger than life-size captain america um statue that was on this like the pillar or like the column it's on is probably seven feet tall and it's another probable probably seven feet it's huge and, had, and like they had it on display there for a while like with like a plaque that said like i'm just a kid from brooklyn and captain america and whatever like the first time he came out and uh i made a point to go over there to check it out it's like oh this is really cool and now it's in a like like mall yeah it's like a it's like a bed bath and beyond themed mall kind of thing like it's it has really like weird. world market like all things like owned by that company in this mm -hmm. one little spot it's in sunset park over there and uh yeah it's just a really strange spot to move this amazing looking statue That's but crazy it's kind of like our own private little thing we like to be going and be like yep yeah, this is our statue over here <laughs> it's not well, a lot that, of people that's, around that's my favorite thing about the captain america uh movie they had to change where he was from yeah because, oh, yeah because somebody growing up in the lower east side isn't as poor as it used to be right no. <laughs> um, so let's keep moving on um we started talking, you know, about the things that we do here in the city, but we like to hear about what's happening where you're from and the kind of traditions that happen in this little section we call Christmas time in your city. It's Christmas time in your city. So let us know, you know, are there parades? Do they do certain lightings of trees. What, what, are, where are you from and what are your traditions there? Well, I am born and raised in Louisville, Kentucky. 
that's how you say it if you mm-hmm. if you say more than like one syllable you you've said it wrong yeah um, <laughs> so um yeah they do all, there's all kinds of stuff that they do um they have a an entertainment district downtown that used to be a mall that like cordish company took over and uh so they light that whole area up downtown fourth street live um it gets lit up they put up a big christmas tree at uh in front of the courthouse in that area there's a big plaza they put the christmas tree up there they do uh, at least two christmas parades that i can think of louisville is very much a city where every neighborhood kind of does its own thing mm-hmm. so like uh the area i live uh, is the highlands slash irish hill so like the highlands will have a christmas parade and they do bardstown road to glow where all the businesses decorate and there's like uh, cocktail competitions and everybody stays open late and there's special food and uh you know street musicians play and everybody just comes up wanders up and down the street um the next neighborhood over Nulu, they do their own thing uh that um i forget what they call it but it's like jingle fest or something but they yeah, do the same fun. thing uh about a mile in that direction frankfurt avenue does their christmas thing so every little like neighborhood in louisville has its own like weird christmas tradition do you visit um, all of them through the christmas time or do you stick with like your own little town your own i area? usually do um uh well i usually do the ones that i can walk to so that would be bardstown road to glow and that would be uh new Lou jingle fest or whatever it is i wish nice. I could remember the name but i go <laughs> to the, the ones i can walk to and actually the new Lou one kind of uh, is one of the things that kind of awakened my Christmas spirit, so to speak, because after my dad died in 2016, I basically, what little Christmas spirit I had was just gone because he died January 5th, Mm. 2016. So like right after Christmas, he passed away. Um, So that kind of killed it for me for a while. But actually going to New York, and I've told this story on... um, tis the podcast on my fireside chat so cheap plug for those guys <laughs> um that that and going to new york and then going to new Lou and you know getting a hot chicken sandwich and wandering around kind of because uh, they do a christmas themed pop-up bar in new Lou called miracle on market oh nice <laughs> so they they sell you know overpriced christmasy drinks and glassware and stuff and i have several pieces of the glassware because it's fun to drink out of you know santa claus head or whatever um but yeah that's the that's the kind of cheesy stuff that kind of uh gave me christmas spirit again after you know literally a year without a christmas right well that's great i'm glad that it brought the christmas spirit back that's awesome great (laughs) so now now that all the introductions are out of the way we know who you are let's play some games All right. Great. So the first game we have is Neighborhood Watch. I do not have a theme song for it or any jingle. I'm still working on it. No, I was not actively working on it. No, last month. he's not working on it. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. You should do, um, I think you should do the theme from Police Squad. Oh. Play like a five or 10 second clip because all you need is like that. And you cut in like, this is Neighborhood Watch. Oh, that's, that's nice. That's what I would do. I wonder how I can edit that in so it sounds like it's my idea. <laughs> I 
so here we are neighborhood watch uh the condensed version of this game which i'll have to figure out uh more or less is there's an app called citizen which breaks down and gives you notifications when anyone calls 911 or has any type of issue or emergency in your neighborhood so you can kind of dial it into where you are specifically or check out other areas like i'm sure like my parents probably have it set to our exact address and freak out when anything <laughs> ever happens but um yeah so like there's a lot of horrible things that happen which i usually don't look at but there are some fun things that i uh write down and jot down for just this occasion i will interrupt with a brief story but one of the most fun nights i've had was listening to the police scanner um i can't remember what it was 2014 or so probably before that uh, someone put out posters that said louisville was the louisville purge and it was just the like somebody put like the people from the purge in this poster and put it up all over town so that's terrifying on this specific <laughs> night everybody was like there's gonna be a purge so like uh we're all just sitting around like police scanners and stuff and i'm sitting there with my wife and we're just listening to it and there's like naked man breaks into convenience store steals six pack of mike's hard lemonade type <laughs> things happening someone driving down the street hanging out of a sunroof screaming it's the purge mm -hmm. it's the purge and oh nothing my God. nothing actually happened but mm -hmm. like the ridiculous things that no one paid attention to were just all over the place so i'm gonna have to see if there's this uh this app in my neck of the woods yeah, i believe they probably have it i bet you could look you, you just put in like your like zip code or something so it's called citizen yeah citizen okay mm -hmm. it's very similar to the things that you're saying so you're gonna get be pretty good at this game i think yeah we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> so the way it works is i'm gonna read three notifications one notification is one that i made up and then two other ones are actual notifications that i as well as other people in my neighborhood or new york city in general received on their phones and your job is to pick which one is not real Again, I'm working on a more condensed version of, of that description, but it's two truths and a lie, but for crazy shenanigans. Yes. yes. Great. Number one, Frito-Lay truck burglarized. Irate man bit horse. And report of armed dispute tiger in apartment. Okay, so man bites horse sounds incredibly realistic being from horse country uh so that does not surprise me at all uh, <laughs> we also have a big frito-lay distributor here but there are also people who keep a lot of weird pets like the last time i went to new york um i got to go by myself and i went to coney island and there was a guy walking a pig on a leash um, yeah. And here we have a guy who walks a giant African tortoise on a leash through cool. downtown. So um, <laughs> I'm going to say that the Frito Lay truck getting robbed is the fake story. And you are oh, incorrect. The real story that really happened. It was burglarized. The fake mm -hmm. story is irate man bit horse. Oh. Mm -hmm. People just don't know my life. <laughs> <laughs> Or I they, like that you made it real, though. <laughs> they just never report those crimes. Yeah. So. Horses two. don't know how to use the app. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Number two, man practicing karate in Taco Bell Express. 
deli worker and customer dispute over bacon, egg, and cheese. And man stealing crane. I'm going to say that the Taco Bell Express karate practice is the fake one. Although I don't know who would call the police over a bacon, egg, and cheese. I think they would just yell at each other. Um, and I don't remember what the third one was already, but uh, it sounded completely plausible to me. So we're going to go uh, the man stealing the crane. So we're going to go with uh, the bacon, egg, and cheese dispute as the fake one. Oh, man, you should have stuck ha. with your gut feeling. Oh, no. <laughs> it was the practicing uh, karate and Taco Bell Express. <sighs> you knew it. You knew it, and you changed it at the last minute. <laughs> that argument probably got pretty heated. That's my uh, my guess. Yeah, people here don't mess around with their sandwiches. So I can see, like, if the egg's not... There was a place around uh, around the corner from us that I ordered a bacon, egg, and cheese and the egg was just like one fried egg, which is not how you do a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I never went there again. And they shut down, and I was so happy. Well, they <laughs> deserved it. Yeah, it's the it's the easiest thing to do, and it's probably the mo- one of the most common things they get. And to mess it up that hard was just incredible. And it was like maybe one piece of bacon. Oh no, nuts. Yeah, uh, that that won't fly. No. It's a good riddance to them. Yeah, you can't have a majority bread on your ratios, you know? It's got to be nice and equal. (laughs) So now it's another taco restaurant, which we have so so many taco restaurants. We do have a lot of taco places, and we love every single one of them. (laughs) I was going to ask, are they good? Yeah, they're they're pretty good. good. Okay. (laughs) They're pretty good now. We we finally got a birria taco spot around us, which is one like you see on Instagram where they like dip it in like the Mm -hmm. red like juice and fat. Yeah. It's so good. It's crazy. It's really good. We got a burrito. We've got a couple places here that do burrito tacos now, so that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, but one place does uh, burrito ramen. Ooh, where they just cook the ramen in the uh, the red oh. juice. I would be down for that. It, yeah, it's top notch. It's it's great. Yeah. All right. So moving on to number three. Report of woman weaponizing chopsticks. Skateboarders scaring passerby's with snakes. And raw meat obstructing traffic on Interstate 278, otherwise is, known as yeah the Brooklyn Queens Expressway or BQE. But uh, yeah, so raw meat, snakes, chopsticks. I'm gonna go with snakes. That seems that seems very likely, but also seems like in. In a place like New York, nobody's really going to care. Uh, I can definitely see the raw meat thing happening, and <laughs> chopsticks. I mean, I think I think that's just what everyone does with chopsticks. At some point, everyone weaponizes <laughs> chopsticks. So your answer is snakes. Yes, that is incorrect. Oh, I'm <laughs> just over. I'm over life today. Yeah. Oh no! This may be I'd the most. Better. This may be the most impossible game to win. So please. it is. They're all the same. <laughs> They're all when, just I, crazy. when I when I listened to the episode, or rather, rather watched the video of the episode with Art, I did better with his questions. <laughs> so maybe I'm just choking under the pressure. It yeah, maybe. It's like my Jeopardy when... audition all over again. Oh no! <laughs> we, won't, we won't get you started with that. <laughs> so which one was uh, fake, Chris? 
the fake one was the raw meat obstructing traffic on Interstate 278, the BQE. Mm. Oh, it, right. it would have had to have been a lot of raw meat, but yeah, we had. I saw uh, a YouTube video from a comedian that we are familiar with. He did something like a. I'll post the link in our website. But uh, he goes out on the BQE and like he. I guess he found some raw meat on the side of the road, and he was like playing with it and screaming about like alex jones or something like it's <laughs> yeah i think it was that <laughs> i don't remember the context but it was something yeah, i'm pretty sure crazy. it obstructed traffic but nobody called it in <laughs> yeah so, yeah so that, that was where the so that actually that did happen from. here but <laughs> it wasn't called in it was the person cared. that was recording a youtube video next to the raw meat that obstructed the traffic yeah. <laughs> every time i've gone to new york it's been miserably hot or at least unseasonably warm well, I think it's supposed to snow tomorrow, so our seasons are all messed up. <laughs> yeah, well, except for the last day I was uh, I was there in 2017 for my Christmas trip. It, we got um, eight or nine inches of snow. It kicked up a, awesome. an actual blizzard, and we got stuck at uh, uh, we got stuck at uh, LaGuardia Airport, which is the worst possible. Oh, airport, that's not good. <laughs> for like five hours, where our flight kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. Oh no. But I learned my lesson the last time I went. I went to uh, Newark, and took uh, jumped on the ferry at um, not Liberty Point, but one of those stops in North Jersey. Mm -hmm. I got the ferry. I took the ferry across. I got to see the city coming across from the New Jersey side. And that was really cool. Nice. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever way you get here that doesn't involve LaGuardia is the way to come to New York City. Yeah. <laughs> you that's you did it the right way <laughs> I, yeah i wholly i wholly recommend i saw it online somebody suggested to do that i was like i'm flying to newark i can get a ten dollar uber to liberty point and then take the eight dollars yeah. to take the ferry past the thing and just sit out and breathe fresh air and you know have a hot dog while yeah I ride on a boat i love ferries here i used to take them a lot a lot basically before this but there's and one just opened up right by my work but it just makes too many stops to get home it'd probably take me like an hour and a half to get home <laughs> but it's still like one of those things like oh but then i get to ride on a boat all like <laughs> for an hour and a half and just kind of cruise well, on nice days it's so nice that's what i did for when i went to rockaway because i was like i jumped on the on the ferry at the the brooklyn bridge mm -hmm. adjacent stop and it just it goes all the way around to rockaway yeah, yeah. and i was on there for like an hour but I've just kicked my feet up because nobody else was riding it. It's and I was so on nice. top. So the wind was blowing and I was mm -hmm. just taking pictures of Coney Island as I went past it and all that stuff. And that was, that was a blast. Yeah. You, you passed our stop. We live uh, close to the ferry stop too. <laughs> nice. Yes. How you doing? Stay at the world renowned Plaza hotel, New York's most exciting hotel experience for reservations call toll free. 1-800-759-3000. So our next game is called the Honorary New Yorker Quiz. This is a quiz based on terms and protocol in New York City. We're going to ask you three things that New Yorkers know, and we'll see if you can could make it here. Because as they say, if you can make it here, you can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Alicia Keys had a whole song about it. Yeah. <laughs> so the first question is, in the early 1960s, during the height of the Cuban Missile Crisis, 
How many buildings in New York City had fallout shelters? Ooh. And you get like triple points if you can get it exact. <laughs> <laughs> and the, tr- the points are not redeemable for anything. Oh, no cash or prizes? No and, cash um, or prizes. Three hundred twenty-eight. Obviously, yeah, (laughs) pretty far off. The the actual number is seventeen thousand four hundred forty-eight, approximately. Many of which still exist today and are now used as laundry rooms or building storage. More or less, Mm -hmm. any built any room in a basement of an apartment building that didn't have window access, that they would use as uh, fallout shelters. You can still see on a lot of buildings they have the little signs. Mm-hmm. on the side of the building for like fallout shelter inside but i believe they're taking them all down now or they're in the process of because they're not really fallout shelters anymore like i'm sure our super probably just keeps like his like fur- his old furniture down there or something <laughs> yeah i don't think it's used as a fallout shelter yeah. <laughs> but technically our building was one of them so we would cool. be safe if we could get down outside and then back into our basement <laughs> yeah. the only way you can get into the basement is by going outside <laughs> Yeah, which is probably not what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, run outside while the bombs are falling. Right. It's totally safe. <laughs> probably not a good idea. All right. Well, yeah, that one was a tough one. Um, <laughs> Clearly. Although I did guess pretty good when Chris asked me that question. I was pretty proud of myself. I was only off by a couple thousand. So I felt pretty proud about it. <laughs> she didn't need to do that. She didn't need to tell you that. I did need to tell you. I was no, proud did. about it. <laughs> Wow. I was pretty excited about it. <laughs> it just just rub it in, you know. Oh, sorry. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, in terms of land area, what's the correct order of the boroughs from largest to smallest? Mm. There are five boroughs that make up New York City. If I told you that might give them away. I'll let you No, I, I know all five boroughs. Great. I've so, been to all of them. Yeah. In terms of land area. All right, so I'm going to say Queens, then Brooklyn, then the Bronx, then Manhattan, then Staten Island. I feel like you have to get most points for that because you only got you mixed up Staten Island and Manhattan. Manhattan's oh. actually the smallest, so you were but you were very close. I feel like you did really well there. I yeah. think I deserve a few points for that. I yeah, think I, I thought that was a, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So in, in terms of size, Queens is the largest. Uh, Brooklyn has the most people though at mm-hmm. over three million, so that's the most yeah. populated of the boroughs. Yeah, I would have thought Brooklyn was bigger because I'm thinking population, it should be bigger in mass. But yeah, the land mass is Queens. You were right. Mm-hmm. So you got that one over me. See, I'm not bragging. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I know about Staten Island is I uh, took the ferry across, got off, then turned around and went back. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do one more question. How many breweries are currently in New York City? Ooh. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. There are 320 in New York State. Now, is every place that makes its own beer considered a brewery? Or do they have to have like commercial distribution? So I'm assuming it's probably a place with some type of distribution. 
Okay. Um, I would think so too. 115. It's not, it's not crazy to think that, but there are significantly less. There are mm. 43. Yeah. Oh. I was surprised by that one. I thought yeah. there was more too. Yeah. I mean, I would assume that there would be more. Yeah. Cause there's so many small ones. Like you're thinking, like I, I kind of got where you were headed with that, but even the small ones, they do distribution to the local grocery stores and stuff. But uh, yeah, I definitely thought there was more than 43 too. I mean, we have, we have 30 here. Yeah. And that's not even counting distilleries. <laughs> right. I would wonder if, a majority of the breweries that we assume are New York City breweries are, are actually brewed upstate or Long mm. Island, I guess, which isn't technically New York City. Yeah, there are some over. In I Long could Island. definitely, I could definitely see that being the case. Yeah. Right. So. Oh, yeah. right. Well, I think you did really well. Uh, Yay. Uh, that was okay. <laughs> we think you're an honorary and New York City citizen. Is that <laughs> just because I threw a pizza at a rat one time? <laughs> I didn't no. actually do that. I never saw any rats when I was there. Really? Which was sad. I wanted to see a rat. Oh, the full experience. Here. Yeah, they're here. I, you like should I said, come now. They're definitely out and about because <laughs> not as many people are out. So the rats came out to play. I used to work in food trucks and at the parking lots where you, they would park the food trucks, the commissaries and do all their prep and stuff. There would just be like piles and piles of garbage bags. There were rats. I'm not even kidding when I say it like the size of like small dogs. And it sounds oh, well. like it sounds like an exaggeration that someone would no. say. No, it's absolutely like they would like they would be inside the gar the garbage bags, and they would start to scurry. And I would see like whole garbage bags move from the like the, the rats like trying to claw out of them, like mm -hmm. like move like four or five feet. Just like wow, I can't work here anymore. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So there are there, there are everywhere. rats, but I oh, mean, I mean, yeah, you kind of get used to them. Like there's a lot on my walk to work from the train and they would like this one road i feel like they just always like ran out in front and it got to the point where it's just like all right like you just don't think about it because they don't really bother you they run out and it kind of like startles you for a second because something runs out of a whatever it's coming from <laughs> um but you know you kind of just get used to it you know it's just part of being here i like how uh, you know in the country people are used to bugs i'm sorry but cockroaches i mean granted we have tons here too but i deal with those a lot more in you know outside of the city like bugs and everything where that might not be our thing here we don't have just random bugs outside now, <laughs> you know are, now am i mistaken and are you from originally from florida i am from florida the so, stupid palmetto bugs i don't oh, have to deal with that here worst. <laughs> that's what i'm saying you get used to it where you live uh, and i don't have to deal with it here i'll take a rat over that <laughs> yeah, thumbs, thumbs way down for the palmetto bugs rats don't fly uh, <laughs> exactly so, <laughs> so it, i'm totally fine with critters on ground level it's when they can fly up into my face it's when yeah it's a, yeah mm -hmm. no we're cutting that out <laughs> <laughs> we're expecting uh cicada swarms this year so oh wow be fun. i just saw an article about that too i guess there's certain like type that are coming out the 17 year, year cicadas and yeah. apparently uh, now I've lived here all my life and 17 years ago, I, I still lived in the city, but I don't remember there being swarms and swarms of cicadas, but apparently the area I live at now is like, uh, it's like cicada central because I'm near like a couple of big parks. So uh, apparently 
they just swarm and fly across the road and whoa and, cool yeah <laughs> i don't know about all that i think it's awesome and you just walk and they just <laughs> you just hear crunching beneath your feet because it's just, oh gross yeah that's yeah. too much no thanks yeah, I, have, I, do. I don't remember cicadas ever until like maybe the past like six seven years i feel like it's like some reverse mandela effect thing where everyone's like yeah like every 17 year like whatever how many years they pop up like i have no recollection of any animals burrowing for years and like i'm sure if i was a kid and you told me that i would be i would remember that for my entire life <laughs> yeah you would you would think so i mean i'm, I'm 39 so i should have gotten the 17 year cicadas at least once yeah and apparently i did i just don't remember it what, what's yeah. the deal with cicadas uh, now i do have a friend who will make jewelry out of their wings whoa it takes the uh the wings off of them and and puts them in a resin and sterling silver like around the resin wow that's they're, really crazy they're really great they're really yeah. cool looking but you can only get them every 17 years <laughs> oh no we've got uh there are like five and ten year cicadas too so they're always yeah hopping around we did um a bat walk one time in prospect park here and there were so many cicadas out it was so cool though because it was just like crazy amounts of cicadas just like the noise effect of walking through all the trees and at dusks and then you know all the bats would start flying out of the trees ahead of us mm -hmm. it was really neat um yeah it was pretty cool but that's the last time and probably the only time i remember cicadas <laughs> <laughs> prospect park is great though i, I really liked prospect oh yeah park. it's so nice there but it's, really it's nice it for me because it feels like home because we have like we have like seven Olmstead parks in Louisville, including three like really big ones that are that Frederick Law Olmstead did um, between Central Park and Prospect Park. So a lot of the design awesome. features that show up in those two parks are like echoed in the parks we have here, which is weird. Oh, it's cool. so neat. But it was it was it's it was really cool experience for both in both cases. Yeah, that's really cool. You got a little bit of New York City in your own hometown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so next up is the game that I feel like will probably cause the most dread for one of our guests at some point. Hopefully not you. It's called Did You Forget About It? Forget about it. Yeah, so this is where we are going to bring up random facts that we threw in to the podcast up to this point already and see if you forgot about it. Forget about it. I guarantee right. you I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to the first one. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. How many breweries are there currently in New York State? Oh, uh, 300 and two or something 300 something it was very you're close it's 320 you just okay. mix the two and the zero together but yeah very good i feel like you know you're closing up there <laughs> all right the some next of them might have closed we'll, we'll give me some credit <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been a tough year all the numbers were in there you're good um the next one is what is the population of brooklyn oh hmm It was like 3.1 million people. Basically, it's over 3 million people. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, good. See, look at your memory go. <laughs> All right, here's the I'm, last I'm one. I'm as surprised as anyone. <laughs> <laughs> what is the more common name of Interstate 278? Oh, that's the BQE. Yeah. Awesome. All right. 
right. I I was I took a one of my Uber or Lyft trips was took me on there briefly. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we get around. That's like our only way to get around race basically like where we're at is the bqe or we go the other way around to long island so the only way into the city is bqe for us which is always exciting (laughs) it sounds like fun (laughs) (laughs) so that was it apparently you did not forget about it forget about it yeah thank you we have one final round that we like to play and it is called inside santa's studio This will be fun. All right. So more or less exactly like inside the actor studio. But are you going to do a James Lipton impression? <laughs> I consider doing it at first, but I feel like the music that I will underlie this with in post-production is enough. <laughs> That's fair. And it also make, makes it so these videos are not uh, monetizable because that song is copyrighted, but it's worth it because I like the song. I mean that's fair, but you know, I'm not I'm not gonna make big bucks off of like the 20 people that are gonna watch this. <laughs> so here we go inside Santa Studio. Ron, what's your favorite cookie? White chocolate macadamia. What's your least favorite cookie? Those little uh, frosted sugar cookie cookies that are loft house cookies uh that you get from like walmart and cheap stores <laughs> got it so you have a taste for the finer things in life i appreciate that i just <laughs> i even like those loft house cookies but they're i'll eat them if they're there but i'm not gonna buy them gotcha <laughs> when do you start decorating for the holidays uh black friday when do you put your decorations away? It depends on how seasonally depressed I'm going to be when I put my decorations away, but usually by like January 12th-ish. Yeah, that makes sense. They all they start to slowly go away after New Year's Day. Right. But, you know, it depends on how lazy I'm feeling, if I want to take the tree down or if I even put a tree up. Although we have, we now have a a year-round holiday tree that we decorate for every holiday because we got one of those like plug-in light-up uh, mm-hmm. ficuses or whatever and we hang little ornaments on it and put little uh, decorations on it. Yeah. Did you have a St. Patrick's Day tree last? Yes, it's green nice. and white. It's Yay. still St. Patrick's Day, green and white. We've got little... Um, Target sells these little birds for five dollars, like this guy here. Oh, I have those birds. Very yeah, the, familiar. The Featherly Friends. <laughs> I have this one on my desk because we have the same beard and Oh nice. Yeah. Um But yeah, we put the we've got a couple of St. Patrick's birds that have gone up there and we have a Valentine's Day birds that were up there last month and we have some fall and spring birds and you know, just, That's and, really sweet. That's always my um my goal is every year, like after Christmas, I put things away. It's like, okay, remember that you have this bunny dish in here for Easter. Remember you have this for this holiday. 
And then I don't see him again until like Halloween and go, oh yeah, I forgot to pull these things out for those holidays. Well, I would love to decorate for each thing. I just, well, you know. Your tip, your, your tip is, and this is my advice, is to do Christmas in July. Mm, if you have to then do you pull Chris everything back out. Yes, because we, uh, we do Christmas in July with like Christmas pajamas and, and eggnog and uh, make, you know, fancy christmas meals and the thing about that that i like is it's the gateway to um halloween in april which is you know and that means thanksgiving in may which is also derby day which is a big deal here for oh, obvious that's so reasons fun. So, that's awesome yeah, i like that we, idea <laughs> the, the, yeah last year we had a um uh thanksgiving meal in at the end of may that led into our Christmas in or in June, excuse me, that led into our Christmas in July. That's so fun. Yeah, I like that. I do. I really like that too. <laughs> Good. You got You had to do things to get through quarantine, and, and we decided to. I love that. <laughs> but we we enjoyed Christmas in July and you know Thanksgiving in, in June so much that it's going to become a thing we're going to keep doing. So. Oh, awesome! Creating your own traditions all year round. Mm -hmm. Nice. Any excuse to put the now two-year-old in Christmas pajamas is a good one. Oh, yeah. I get that. Ours are still wearing his. Yeah. Is Our excuses, they still fit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we bought her um, uh, Christmas pajamas when she was one, and we got our Christmas pajamas when she was two, and, and when, they're, when they were on sale after Christmas, we got the three-year-old size Aww. pajamas so for cute. next year from Hannah Anderson. She plugged for somebody who probably doesn't need it, but <laughs> they, she makes great Christmas wear and you yeah. can coordinate for the whole family. We talked about doing that earlier in the year so we didn't forget or they weren't all sold out because by Christmas time everything's always sold out. So we talked about earlier in the year getting Christmas pajamas. Well, July is a good time. Yeah, there you go. You reminded me. <laughs> so moving hey. on. What's your favorite festive word? Oh, my favorite festive word. Giving it way too much thought. I'm not going to have a good answer. Um, <laughs> just cut, cut, cut out that 15 seconds of awkward silence for me. Um, <laughs> I have um, our little one's 100 Christmas words around here somewhere. A book he keeps bringing us. I could give you some ideas. <laughs> Probably jingle. I like jingle. It's it's almost an onomatopoeia to me because it kind of sounds like what it is. Yeah, I like jingle too. Yeah, and the first thing that the uh, one of the the first like song I remember uh, Maeve singing was Jingle Bells. So that's sweet. It was literally like the first song that like you could sing it to her and she would like stop being upset. So that's well, that's a perfect festive word then. There's nothing that is more festive than making a child stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is absolutely correct. <laughs> so th this question might bleed into that. What Christmas song do you love? Ooh, yeah, Jingle Bells is has become. It's not technically a Christmas song. I'm going to be one of those pedants. It's just a winter song, That's but fair. I like it. Um, but uh, Christmas Baby Please Come Home is probably my favorite like actual Christmas song. Probably due to the, you know, it's in Christmas Vacation and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is a good one. 
mm-hmm. Christmas song do you hate? <sighs> Christmas shoes. Just burn those Christmas shoes. Yep, that's the second person to say that. <laughs> that that <laughs> song so is funny. the worst. Yeah, it makes, it makes a wonderful Christmas time look like Silent Night. It's just <laughs> hot trash. <laughs> This is going to be great. I hope everyone <laughs> talks about Christmas shoes. If you were an elf in Santa's workshop, what profession would you like to do? Hmm. Well, I'm not going to build anything with wood that's going to stand the test of time. Uh, so I will just do what I do with my day job and just be tech support. <laughs> that's great. That's great. <laughs> I mean, if the beard didn't give it away, then I do. (laughs) (laughs) What profession would you not like to do? Uh, As much as I like decorations, I hate decorating. uh, So I would not like to be like climbing the ladder to hang lights. That's not, I don't like heights. I don't like enclosed spaces, so I'll, I'll scrap that job. I would gla- I I would clean out the reindeer stables well before I would have to climb like a thirty foot ladder to hang tinsel. Noted. I wonder how often they decorate at the North Pole. I would imagine that the stuff would have to fall down at some point. They have some upkeep, mm-hmm. I'm sure. You yeah. know, or like around Christmas, they go extra with it. You know, they put on a few more things up. You gotta celebrate the occasion, you know? Yeah, the third strand of lights goes up, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And so, finally, if the North Pole exists, what would you like to hear Santa say when you arrive at the workshop? You've been good enough. I'll take it. That's really sweet. Ron, can you do us a favor and tell everyone listening where they can find you if they want to hear more? Yes, you can find me at filmstrippodcast.com or you can read my writing at denofgeek.com. Uh, I have an, a, the occasional piece up on filmstories.com. Um, so you can check me out at all those places, especially Den of Geek. I'm always there, uh, especially uh, every time they roll out a new Walking Dead spinoff, I'll be writing about it in some form or fashion uh so definitely check me out there and definitely check me out on film strip i'll be taking the show over uh as the new full-time host in april so that's very exciting and intimidating and (laughs) scary but uh let's hope i just don't crash it into the ground immediately (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna do great that's really exciting congrats i'm i'm very excited uh, the editing part, I'm not crazy about, but, uh, you know, I'll learn. Yeah. Yeah. We did a whole episode last week that I just decided I would rather not even edit it. So I don't even think we're going to end up using it. So we're going to do another episode <laughs> probably tomorrow. Because <laughs> the, the idea was to release it before St. Patrick's Day. And so a lot of it's talking about it. Like, it's like, happy almost St. Patrick's Day. And then oh, now yeah. it's already passed. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm recording a thing on Leprechaun with uh, Tom and Anthony of Tis the Podcast that we were supposed to do before St. Patrick's Day, but now we're doing, I think, this weekend. Well, yeah. P- still pretty close. I mean, 
we used to have our parade, the St. John Patrick's Day parade in our neighborhood doesn't usually happen until I think like the 24th or so, like 24th through 26th, somewhere around there. So, you know, That's fair. just celebrating it all month long. You're doing the same thing. It's yeah, okay. You can, you can drink green beer and throw up anytime. Come on. It's great. <laughs> Festive. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ron, for coming on. We appreciate it. You are an amazing guest. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. <laughs> really, really, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you I'll so save much. I'll say my self-deprecating comment about I could have been that amazing. <laughs> you know. Definitely top three so far. Uh, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> thank All you right. for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. And that's it for this episode. Thanks again to Ron for coming on. It was a fun chat. This podcast was recorded in our apartment in the Big Apple, New York City. If you like it, do us a favor and take a minute to rate it and write a review. Contact us and let us know you did, and we'll send you a bunch of stickers. Subscribe now and follow us on social media so we can keep the conversation going and keep you posted about new episodes. Until next time, I'm Chris. And I'm Chris. And this is Christmas Time in the City. This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train. Thank you for riding with the Christmas Time in the City podcast. What do two poets who are Christmas geeks do when they get together? They get drunk and argue about Yuletide lit. It's time to get lit for Christmas. Join us as we open the liquor cabinet, grab a book off the shelf, and have a little boozy conversation about what warms our chestnuts and makes us holly and jolly. Find out the best screwdriver to scrooge with. Get the recipe for Gift of the Magi Mojitos. Enjoy a little Peppermint Patty Polar Express. Everyone's welcome at this party. It's time to do some Jingle Bell Jello shots and talk about the great and maybe not so great works of Christmas literature. Hurry up, the fireplace is roaring and Bing Crosby's crooning. We're two drinks in and the spirits of Christmas past, present, and future are flowing. Grab a cup of cheer and find a place on the couch. It is time to get lit for Christmas.